and the blind to see. It opened prison doors, set the captive free. I got a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up, oh well. Within my soul, spring up, oh well. And make me whole, spring up, oh well. And give to me that life abundantly. Say, spring up, oh well. Within my soul, spring up, oh well. And make me whole, speak up, oh well. And give to me that life abundantly. Say, speak up, oh well. Within my soul, speak up, oh well. And make me whole, speak up, oh well. And give to me that life abundantly. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, speak up, oh well. Within my soul, speak up, oh well. And make me whole, speak up, oh well. And give to me that life abundantly. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, speak up, oh well. Within my soul, speak up, oh well. And make me whole, speak up, oh well. And give to me. That life abundantly says, Pick up, oh well. Within my soul, pick up, oh well. And make me whole, pick up, oh well. And give to me that life abundantly. Well, now he has made me glad, oh, he has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. He has made me glad, oh, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people God has made glad? Amen. He gives us the victory in our soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we give him a great big hand clap? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, everything we have this morning, amen. Amen. Jesus. Well, he set me free, yes, he set me free. He broke the bound of prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Glory to God, he set me free. He set me free, yes, he set me free. Broke the bound of prison for 
me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Glory to God, he set me free. And just like a bird in prison I dwell. No freedom from my sorrows I felt. Then Jesus came and he listened to me. And glory to God, yes, he set me free. He set me free, yes, he set me free. He broke the bound, a prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Yeah. Glory to God, he set me free. Goodbye to sin and things that confound. God of this world will turn me around. I'm working daily, I'm praying too, and glory to God, yes, I'm going through. Oh, he set me free, yes, he set me free. He broke the bound, a prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Yeah. Glory to God, he set me free. Well, I, I am climbing higher each day. Darkness of night has drifted away. My feet are planted on higher ground. And glory to God, yes, I'm homeward bound. Oh, he set me free, yes, he set me free. He broke the bound, a prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Glory to God, he set me free. Like a bird in prison I dwell No freedom from my sorrows I felt Then Jesus came and he listened to me And glory to God well He set me free He set me free, yes, he set me free He broke the bound, a prison for me I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it Glory to God, He set me free. Well, goodbye to sin and things that confound. See, none of this world will turn me around. I'm working daily, I'm praying too. And glory to God, yes, I'm going through. He set me free, yes, He set me free. Oh, He broke the bound, a prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Glory to God, He set me free. Now I am climbing higher each day. Darkness of night has drifted away. My feet are planted on higher ground. And glory to God, church, I'm homeward bound. Will He set me free? Yes, He set me free. He broke the bound, a prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see it. Glory to God, I got to give glory to God. 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 Help me 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 give glory to God. Set me free, God. Set me free, God. Set me free, God. 
set me free Where we think like, okay, I, I, I got a goal, I got a vision, that's all, that's all because of him. You know, everything that you accomplish, everything you're trying to achieve, every, everything, everything, all your goals is all because of him. You know, we always have to be grateful, be thankful, and thank God for setting us free. Because our, our decisions and everything is, is, is ordered by him. If we in the spirit, he directs our path, he directs our vision, he directs how we look at things and how we see things, how we perceive things. And if we don't, if we, without God, just think of where, where we would be at. How would we be thinking? Where, where would our life be at? So we really owe God thanks and should be grateful for him for everything. Amen. Hey man, you may be seated while we worship.
center of everything in our life, every everything, everything. We have to glory. Our flesh can't glory in nothing. He has to get all the glory. We have to be in his his will. We want his will in everything. And by being in his will, you gotta be in his direction. You gotta be underneath his his power, underneath his anointed by him, ordained by him, anointed by him, under his spirit. His spirit has to lead in God. Amen. Amen. Let's all be seated. I, I, uh, Actually, oh, I just want to bring out a short passage of scripture. Uh, I say short; it's not a full lesson. I just, I just something I want to bring out just to just to encourage us. Amen. It's Matthew chapter twenty-four. Matthew chapter twenty-four. Twenty-four. I'm gonna start at verse. Uh, I'll start at verse one. I thank God we don't have to wait till a certain day or a certain hour or a certain time to feel his presence. Just got to lift our hands up and praise him. Lift our hands up and surrender to him and, and God give us all the glory. God just, just pour out a blessing on you, but you got to want it. Amen. Amen. Everything, you know, I think I was with my dad I was talking to yesterday. It's just talking about different things that happen and different things that, you know, how times, times change. Uh, the world change generations different things change and you know but the we the bible you know the word of god don't change the word of god stays the same and you could we can look at this if we look at it through carnal mind a lot of times a lot of things we look at different and if we're not careful as the church we could we could change our outlook on things by following the world um the the way the world is today we can I, what i'm trying to say is that I, we don't adapt to the ways of the world. We don't, the, we don't try to adapt the scriptures. We don't try to adapt the standards. We don't try to adapt what God's work to fit the generation. We don't change God's plan to fit the time of, in, in the generation. God's words don't change. It never change. And we have to stand and stand for God. That's why we stand out because we don't adapt ourselves to the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Nothing that, nothing spiritual, the world has nothing spiritual in it. The God of the world is the devil. So we can't adjust the world to God, amen? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure that out. But if you don't, if you, if you're not, that's why we start church with prayer all the time, because you gotta be in the spirit. If you're not in the spirit, you sit there and you're judging. The ways of the world today is judge, judgmental, judgmental, judge. Everything has to be perfect. You still, you stumble, you stamper while you're trying to teach, and like, that's all they focus on, you know what I'm saying? That's all they focus on is the mistake, or you mispronounce something, or you, uh, or you, you misquoted something. And, you, and, and, and when you, once you misquoted, or once you made a mistake, everything else you said after that is, is, is null and voided. They forgot about all it because, look, you made a mistake. You should, so you got to sit there, and you got to make sure everything is perfect. Amen. No, we're not going to do that. The word of God is what comes out. It's not me. Amen. It was up to me. I wouldn't be up here. Amen. I just, 
I just want to do what God, what God wants us to do. We all should have that, that spirit in that way. You know what, God, whatever talent you give me, whatever you call me to do, I want to do it. I want to do it to the fullest of my ability. I want to do it to my fullest potential. Uh, everything you asked of me, Lord, I want to be available and I want to do it. And Lord, it's you speaking through me, y'all. It's you guiding me to do these things. And after that, it, however it falls, it falls. But I know one thing, I've done what God asked me to do. I've done what God asked me to do. If you're not in the spirit, you won't pick it up. If you're not in the spirit, you're going to look at it through any, any of us. Any of us could do that. Any of us, if we're not in the spirit, we can look at things totally different. In a corner of mind, it's enmity against God. It's not subject to the law of God. It won't, it won't, it won't accept anything. But tonight, we, but this morning, I'm sorry, we're all in the spirit. Amen? amen. So we're going to see what God has for us. Amen? Let's give him a great big hand clap. It, um, I'm gonna read the, pretty much the whole, well, the whole chapter of 24 and then part of 25. But and Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be one left. There shall not be left here one stone upon another. That that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world. We all looking for the sign of the coming, Lord. We all want to know when you're coming. We all, I mean, let us just say we're in this life just to live again, you know. We, we want eternal life. We want that because it's all promised to us. We, we want eternal life. We know God's coming. Amen. We know God is going to return. He promised just like he promised the Holy Ghost. He promised that he will return for us. Amen. And we want God's coming, but we want to be ready when he come. Amen. And Jesus answered said to him, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Is not yet. For a nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be, shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Be not, you know, uh, verse 6 says, uh, Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. There's a part right there. Be that ye be not troubled. So we see a lot of things in this like, man, it's like, man, it's all lining up. Look at the end time. It's all lining up. So some things you never understood. Like I never quite understood how it was going to be one world government and how they was going to control everything through one. Like, like how, does, how they going to be able to see, like how did they're going to be able to see if you worship, the, the uh, Antichrist be able to see if you worship it or not. How are they going to be able to make everyone, kind of like, you know, we know God can see everything, but how are they going to be able to see everything and to know everything and how you're not going to be able to, you know, use one currency and how all that's going to work. Well, all of that is falling into place, like falling into place so easy, like it's easy, easy now to see that it's all coming into place. You know, like before we had the, uh, how they was going to be able to bound us up without, without having uh, to answer for us and just forget about us and things like that. Well, you know, after the, um, after the world, uh, 
after the World Trade Center bombing uh, 2001, the uh, Twin Towers, you know, Homeland Security, you know, they really start pushing up the TSA and the Homeland Security and all this stuff. Well, they have, in, uh, if you have in, uh, some out of inland terrorists, I forgot how to call them, a homebound terrorist that's inside the uh, United States of America, the, the president of the United States could put them to a, a, in a, in a, in prison, it's not a regular prison, but it's prisons made by Homeland Security, prisons made by, uh, by them that's in remote places, and there's no set time. He can leave them there till whenever he want. He can leave them there till they dead. They can leave them there. Once they declare you uh, a terrorist group or a threat to national security, there's no time limit. There's no judge. There's no nothing. Okay, you go to jail. Tell whenever, however long, whatever, until you die. And that's happening now. You, they could do that. They have that authority. They have authority to track you more now because of terrorists. Well, then here comes COVID, and you do think terrorists would be worse, but COVID is even worse because of the fact it's given, as these people, the government's doing more things and giving them more authority to enforce federal laws and laws that they have in, in war on, the, on our own people. If you look at it, they could do it to us in here as long as you are a threat to national security, as long as you are a threat, as long as you are a terrorist. So if they, anytime they deem us terrorists, they could persecute us how they want, they could do whatever they want under federal government. There's a lot more things to it. I'm, I'm trying to sum it all up in just, just a little brief thing because I don't want to get stuck on that. But all of that is coming into place, like, uh, just like the vaccines. Is, you know, eventually, if they want, this is just a trial and error. It don't have to be about the vaccines. But they could say that if you don't take the vaccine, then you can't, you're not allowed in this store. You can't come to this store. You can't come to work if you're not vaccinated. You can't get your government assistance if you're not vaccinated. You can't go, you know, like if you can't go to work, then you can't make no money. If you can't go to the store, you can't buy nothing. So what I'm saying is the system is all getting together. What is to be able to scan people for this vaccination? But it's, it's other things. Later on, they're going to use the same system to be able to say, okay, well, you don't have the marks, so you can't shop. You can't go to work. You, it's a ban. You can't do these things. So what I'm saying is all setting up. And so we should open up our eyes and look at it. It's all setting up. Amen. So, uh, so we, but all, with all of this, we shouldn't start getting scared. We should start being aware, but we shouldn't get scared. Don't be troubled, because this is supposed to happen. This, all of this is supposed to happen, amen? Uh, I'm going to go back to verse 8. It says, and all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and shall be hated, and ye shall be hated for all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise up, and shall deceive many, because of people wanting to get out of the afflictions, and getting out of, the, getting out of uh, how could I say, of persecution. So it's going it's to make people that, you know, want to focus on the wrong thing, and just to get out of this affliction. Oh, yeah, that's the Christ, you know, different things like that. Because people look at things different whenever they, uh, how could I say, Whenever they tormented or bondage, it's, it's easier for people to, to, to forsake each other and to give up on each other, you know? Like they say, we, we fast to kill our flesh. Well, you, <laughs> you fast with me, my wife, my wife made the kids fast, uh, make, the, you know, make sure the kids fast, and she starts sometimes, she make them fast longer and stuff. And boy, you want to fix their spirit? I could whip them, I could do all that, make them fast for a while, make them fast. Oh no, you go fast, you're fasting today. 
give it a, you know, it's not just Monday. You go fast three days now. And there's different things like that. Kids break, break their spirit. They pray good. But uh, it's true, though, we got to kill our flesh. What I'm saying is that when you suffer, when you suffer and your flesh suffer, you know, I'm talking about in a spiritual sense, but I'm just saying they're, they're, they're going to persecute us to make us turn our back on God. And we can't do that. Amen. And many false prophets shall rise up and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. People's hearts are getting hard. People's hearts are getting hard. And it's like you see that, especially I see that a lot when you talk to somebody that used to be in church. And it's like they talk about the end time and they see that because they remember all of that. And there's some of them hearts get hard and the cold and like how you don't see it like you know how you don't see how you don't get back to church that's what you need to be doing you know but they they just you know hopefully God will get to them but but he he that shall endure unto the end but he that shall endure to the end the same shall be saved we can endure to the end we shall be saved and this God and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come we got to reach everybody. God want to give everybody a chance before he come. When ye therefore shall see the abominations of, the des of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whosoever read it, let him understand. Then let him which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the, hot on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe to them that are with child, and that, and that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the, in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulations, such as not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor shall ever be, nor ever shall be. So the tribulation stuff is going to be worse than it's ever been or will it ever will be. Amen. So it's going to be bad. We want to make it to heaven. We don't want to see that. We just want to make it to heaven. Amen. And we want all, definitely want to bring as many because that's our job is to bring as many people as we can to, to heaven. And except those days shall be short, except those days shall be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. For the elect's sake, for those that's working and living for God. That's why the days are short. I'm going to short the days because except the days be short, no man shall be saved. No flesh shall be saved because of how the persecution and how things are. The devil's getting stronger and stronger every day. And sometimes, you know, especially with this uh, political stuff, you get involved in political stuff, you get frustrated when you see, how should I say, um, see things setting up and, and they passing laws that's like, what? Like, that's so against the Bible. Like, no, like, how, how you? Today's world is if, if you if you're a criminal, if you're doing something wrong, if you're doing something against the Bible, if you are a sinner, you are the best person. We're gonna support you. We're gonna supply whatever you need. It's like they call evil good and good evil. That's just plain. That's the best way to sum it up. Anything that's evil is great thing. Good job. Anything that's against this Bible, we a hundred percent for. You know, and if you look at the laws and the way they set stuff, that's exactly how it's set up. You know, and it's sad, and you get frustrated when you read it, and it's like, wait, no. And I started reading this. I don't know, baby, God get it to me to preach to me. Because I'll be fussing about it. And I was like, you know what? It's supposed to don't be trouble because it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to. It's not our home. It's supposed to happen. It's supposed to come to end. It's, it's wicked. It's come to end. God will destroy. So when all this takes place, we don't get upset. We should be look up because our redemption draw now. Amen. Let's get it all great. We can't clap.
says, 23 says, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if they were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Because we know where God is and we know where God's coming back from, amen? For as the lightning coming out of the east and shining even unto the west, so shall also the coming of man be, coming of, the coming of the son of man be. For who, whosoever, for wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the signs of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with the power, with power and great glory. Amen. That's what we want to see. Amen. And he shall send his angels with great, with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the earth to the other. Amen. So that's all what's going to happen. That's all to come out. I read all of it because I think it's, it's important to what I want to bring out. It's very important to what I want to bring. We all know what's happening. We all know what's coming. It's like <clears throat> we all know what's coming. We got we to gotta be prepared and we got to be ready. I'm going to read uh, verse 32 says, Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branches yet tender and put it forth leaves, <clears throat> you know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, Know that it is near, even to the door. We see the signs. We know that God is coming. We know that God is coming soon. It's not to scare us. It, all it is is a sign. They asked that when the beginning of this chapter, they asked for a sign. He said, well, we, y'all see all these other things, and y'all know that the sign's coming. Y'all know the fig tree. Y'all know that summer is nigh. When y'all see all these things, know. That's, you, that, that's, that's your hint. Know. Amen? So that's what it is. Don't get scared. Don't get worried. Just know I'm coming back. Amen? The, the time is close. Amen? So, so likewise, ye, when you see these things, all these things, know that it is near, even to the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. God's word won't pass away. Amen. There's nothing man can do to change anything. God's word will not pass away. What's going to happen is going to happen. Amen. Verse 36 says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For on the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. There shall be two in the field, and one shall be taken, and the other left. Now, I want to bring out something that's a little different. In the, day, the days of Noah and in the days of um, the rapture is, well, actually, it, it, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. I was, I was trying to bring out, like, you know, for, for believers, it's different for the sense that they, they, didn't, they didn't know they had a chance. Noah was preaching to them for years to get into the ark, just like our pastor preaches to us for years. 
And no only took his eight. No only took him and his family. But if we're not ready as believers, we know what's going to happen. Is what I'm saying is the difference. Is we know what's going to happen. We know that the rapture will take place. God promises the rapture is going to take place. But if we're not right, we can miss it, even knowing all the tribulation. Knowing all the tribulation, you know, um, and being so close, but yet we can still be so far. We can know what I'm saying. You can be baptized in Jesus' name. You can receive the Holy Ghost, and you can still miss it. Amen. You can still you still miss it if you're not ready. You can still still miss it the same. Still miss it, and and the, and the rapture take place, and you just like I I knew that kind of like I I knew I should have been in the ark. You know, I knew I should have been ready, but I'm not. You know, and that's the difference. Is what I mean. It's it's just. All this stuff, just everyday life could take you, just take you away. Just like in the days of Noah, they were eating, they were drinking, they were giving in marriage, just normal formalities. Everything just a ha ha he he, everything going to, like it's no, usually do just a regular typical day. And then, okay, Noah then went in the ark. Same way in the end time, God could take his church out. You know, and I just, I just. I just want to be ready, and I think we all and we all should be we all should be ready because, you know. People, that people that don't know, is one thing, but uh, you know, or just was just was testified to is what I'm saying. Like people that were just told about or just testified to, and things like. But it's think of us that knows everything that's coming afterwards, that felt His presence and know His presence is not there anymore. You know, that, that came to church, that worshiped God, that felt his presence, that had a chance, that, you know, that God changed our life. And, yeah. and just to think of that, you know, God changed my life. God was the direction in my life, everything. But I wasn't ready, and I missed it. And now all of that's gone. All of that is just stripped away. There's no more speaking in tongues. There's no more. The Holy Ghost is gone. So there's no more connection with God. So I, I, didn't, I didn't backslide. God just left me. You know, the church left me. The, you know, everything left. You know, so how's that? How, I don't want to have that feeling, amen? amen. We should never want to have that feeling to where right. I was so close. I was right there. I knew what it took to make it to heaven. Uh -huh. I came to church. I prayed. I fasted. I felt the Holy Ghost. I mean, God healed my body. God delivered me. God done all these miraculous things for me. And I wasn't ready, and I missed it. Amen? It, it's, you know, and I know it's coming because just like he promised me that he was going to fill me with the Holy Ghost if I repent and get baptized in Jesus' name, just like he promised that he would never leave me nor forsake me. Just like he promised that he would take care of everything that he promised, all the things that he fulfilled, he would heal my body. He's done all of that in my walk with God. He promised the rapture. Now he came and he took me out of here. He took the church out of here. I wasn't ready, so I missed it. So just like all those promises fulfilled, all the rest of the tribulation in the promises is going to be fulfilled. I know where I'm destined. I know where I'm going. Amen. So, I, God, just think of having that feeling. Like, God, I know. He that knows to the good and don't. Amen. It's sin. And that's what he don't want. He don't want sin in heaven. Amen. Amen. So we, we always want to be prepared. Amen. 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 It says, for as many are in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving to marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And do not until the, until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall... Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding in the meal, the one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour you, the Lord doeth coming. That's the part I want to bring out of all of this, is watch therefore. 
for you know not what the hour, what hour your son of man, what hour the Lord doeth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known and would watch, the thief would come. He would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. You know, what it's saying is that if you know a thief is coming and a thief tell you I'm coming at this time, then you're going to watch. You're going to be prepared. I know he's coming. I already know. I know his plans. He's already coming. That's the same way we should be looking for God. We should always be looking. We should always be prepared. should always be waiting. Always be ready. Amen. Always ready for when he's coming back. I want to always be a watchful. I always want to be ready. It says, who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his house to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. God want to find us ready and prepared and waiting. Not just, oh, I know he's coming because it's in the prophecy, but I, I'm still eating and drinking and all this stuff. I'm not focusing on what really needs to be happening. What, what really needs to be happening. I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I'm a wait. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But we always have to be really ready and prepared. Amen. It says, blessed is that servant when his Lord, blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find doing so. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, of, but and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord, delayed his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and to drink with the drunken, he having a good time, oh, the master not here, I'm going to have myself a good time. Amen. He's got, he got sidetracked, amen. He's not here, so I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And the Lord of that servant shall come in the day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him to his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be a weep where there shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. And I want to read just the first 13 chapter, 13 verses of 25. We all know this, this uh, parable. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took all in their vessels with their lamps. This is the church. This is not the world. This is not sinners. This is the church. They all were baptized in Jesus' name. They all received the Holy Ghost. They all knew what to do. But just some of them were wise and some of them were foolish. Some of them had, in, all, in the all sense, I felt like some of them had, were prepared. Some of them were prepared. Some of them had, you know, would know what they were doing. They were watching and they were coming. Watching for his coming. But the wise took, took no all in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry, a cry made, Behold, a bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your all, for our lamps are going out. I'm not right. He's coming. I'm not right. Please help me. You know, they were crying out for help, crying out, I, I need it. I'm not together. I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. But in the time when they had time to get prepared, it's just like God's coming back. He got, there's going to be a terror. There's a time like right now, he, he hadn't came yet. In between that time, we should be still praying. We should be still staying focused on his coming. Still be staying aware, staying prepared. 
waiting for his coming. That's the ones that had all. They waiting and they anticipating his coming and they can't wait for him to come. And they focus on the work for God and focus on the right things. They didn't slumber and sleep. They didn't do like the servants before and they went and drink and have fun and all this stuff while the master was out. No, they were prepared and waiting for his coming. And then now he's coming. It's like, oh, man, I'm not together. I'm not together. I'm not together. Well, you had time to get together when he tarried. Now he's here. It's too late. Amen. And that's how we have to be, church. We have to always be prepared and always have to be ready. It says, and, um, and the foolish said, give us your all, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answer saying, not so, least there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he answered and said, very last time to you, I know you not. That's the feeling that you don't want to have that I was just talking about. I don't know you, Lord. How you don't know my name should be written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Lord, I've been baptized in Jesus' name. Lord, I've received the Holy Ghost. Lord, I, I, you know, I've, I've done this. I've done that. I've taught lessons. I've, I've brought people to church. I've had Sunday school class. Lord, I've done this for you. I've done this work for you. I don't know you because you wasn't prepared. You wasn't ready. When I come back, I want to see what you've done. It goes on to talk about the parable of the, 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 uh, the master that gave his servants five talents and threw two talents and one, one talent. You know, it's just it's all what God was saying is that we, he, he's coming back, but we have to be watching for him. And it says, afterward came also the other virgin saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he answered them. He answered and said, verily I said to you, I know you not. And there, go, there goes again, verse 13, saying, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man cometh. Watch. I, I was going to read it, but I'm just going to talk about it uh, in, in Judges, um, Judges 17. Judge, I'm sorry, Judges 7. Judges 7, Gideon was getting ready to go get the, the men, the, uh, the children of Israel. He was getting the men together to go fight the Midianites. And he had thousands with him. And God told him there's too many because he said it's too many of them because they're going to say that they delivered themselves. He said so many thousands of them. He said, so Gideon, go to him and tell him, any of y'all that's afraid to fight, that's really scared to get into this battle or have something going on that you're worried about, he said, go, go tell them they could go back home. They could go home. If you're scared or you fear, you're nervous, go ahead and go back home. So he said thousands of them left. And God told him, Gideon, that's still too many. He said, that, that's too many of them. He said, go bring them to the brook and let them drink. He said, the ones that fall on their hands and knees and start lapping the water like dogs, lapping with their tongue, tell them to go home. But the ones that use their hand and bring the water to their mouth, keep them. And it wound up being 300. But, you know, you think about it. If you're going to fight a battle, if you're going to fight, you're going, you should be aware. You should be looking. You should be observing. And if you're lying there like doing this, then the enemy could approach you while you're sitting there laughing. Like, but if you bring it to your mouth, then your eyes is up and you're watching and you're looking and you're prepared. There's two, they both, both group sets of these men knew they were going to battle, but they had different outlooks on it. Just like us, we all know we going, know God's coming soon. We know we should be doing the work for God. We know what to do, but our outlooks are different. We know we got baptized in Jesus' name. We received the Holy Ghost, and we know what we should be doing until he come, but our outlooks are different. And that's what we don't, you don't want to get 
caught up in the world because that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to sow seed amongst each other, the brethren, cause problems that's going to get you to sidetrack from what you're supposed to be doing so you're not prepared whenever he comes. Amen? We have to focus this. Our main focus is on God. Our main thing, we always got to watch. One, 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 uh, I heard it broken down by one minister said, he said it's like a conductor and a, a conductor of a train and somebody that's waiting, a, a, a bride, a bride that's waiting on her groom on the train. They both know the train coming, let's say 3 o'clock. They know it's on the train coming at 3 o'clock. And the conductor's like, okay, the train's coming at 3 o'clock. I'm looking at the time. And at 3, 3 o'clock, the train should be here. So you walk into the train, looking, looking at the time, okay, 3 o'clock should be here. You know, it's an everyday thing. The train should be here at 3 o'clock. So he's walking around saying, okay, it's 3 o'clock. But the girl that's waiting to get married and uh, her future husband is coming on the train at 3 o'clock, it's a different wait. She knows it's coming at 3 o'clock, but she anxious. She can't wait. She decided. You know, I'm saying it's, that's the difference. It's a different wait. It's, we should be excited. It should be happy. It should be anticipation. It should be, that's what God wants, amen? It should be excited, amen? It's just different. Hallelujah. It's a different watch. It's a different wait. It's different. When you, when you know, okay, look, I can't wait to see Jesus. But it's, it's all about being in the spirit. We can't look at it naturally. We can't think, think of naturally like, you know, um, of every, like I was saying earlier, in, in the world, the way we look at it through the, through the world eyes and try to, try to adapt. Like, why are they making these laws? Why does this happen? We're fo he's focusing on the wrong thing. The thing is, is let them do what they got to do. This is not our home. What we should be focusing on is the work of God. Because you know what, God? When I see all these things, I know you're coming. So I'm anxious. I can't wait. I know you're coming. God, you're coming soon. I can see it. It's lining up. I just want to go like our soul should be crying, Abba, Father. I want to make it to heaven. I want to get to heaven. That's what it should be. Anticipation should be excitement, not nervous and fear. We should be excited and preparing ourselves. And like the five wise and the five fools, the wise were, were had they all, they had the extra with them. They were sowing. They were reap, They were praying. They were putting effort into what they knew was coming. The bridegroom is coming. I'm going to stay. I'm not going to slumber and sleep. I'm going to focus on the Lord. I know you're coming. I know I need to do this. I need to be do this right. I need to be guided right. Everything needs to be done right. I know what I need to do. I need to do it. I need to put this first. Everything else secondary. I need to put the word of God first. So that's what that's what God wants. In every parable he brought out, or like he, he every time he brought out about the master leaving and the, with the bridegroom in the with the, with the servants, with the ten virgins, with everything, what they did while he was away. This is our time now. This is, this is what he's talking about. Every time he talked about those perils, he was talking about our time now. He's talking about now because he's not physically here. He's in heaven. He gave us the power to overcome all things. He gave us what we need, and this is his tarry time. This is what he's talking about. So we shouldn't be like the one with one, cert, one talent and hit it in the dirt. We shouldn't be like the, the five foolish that slept, that slumbered in sleep. Amen. We should be like the five wives. We should be like the one that had five talents that got five more talents. What he's saying is this is his tarry time. This is what we should be doing. We should be growing spiritually and getting stronger spiritually. Amen. That way we can make it to heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have, we have to watch. Have to always watch. And it's different than just, oh, yeah, he's coming. I know I read it in the Bible. He's coming. No, he's coming. God is coming. Let's get together. Let's prep. Let's be prepared. It's, it's not like, it, you know, it, 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 at all. But 
as we get closer, we know the church is going on vacation soon. The church is going on vacation. And as you get closer, you get, you get the jitters in your stomach. You can't wait, so you start preparing. You start prepping. You start doing all of this. Hey, that's just a vacation. I'm talking about going to heaven. So that's how we should be. We should be starting to prep and prepare, okay? Hallelujah. I see this happening, then that meeting's coming. It's just closer to his coming. I see this falling into place. That's just closer to his coming. Let's make sure this right. Okay, kids, we got to make sure this right. Let's make sure we're doing what God has for us to do. Make sure we're doing it to our fullest potential. Make sure we're doing everything we need to do because I want to make it to heaven. I don't want to be stuck here. I want to make it to heaven. He's coming back. He's coming back. And that's how we should be. Should be anticipating and waiting and excited and you know, just can't wait because he's coming back. And so God is coming back. And that's the only way you do that, the only way you feel that way is being in the spirit. You have to be in the spirit because your soul starts longing and your desire and you feel so different and your outlook is different because you're anticipating and you're waiting for his coming. Because that's where you want to be. I want to I want to be close to God. I want to be with God. I don't want to be here. My focus is not here. My focus is in heaven. So I can't wait to make it to heaven. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. And if anything, church, I just want to encourage everybody to, to stay focused on, on what, what we're supposed to be doing, what our work for God. Staying focused on the work of God. It's not about nothing else that's going on in this world. We can't get caught up in the politics, can't get caught up into things that's our job and all that stuff. It, we got to work, but at the same time, that shouldn't be our main labor. Our labor should be for the work of God. Everything else secondary. Every everything else secondary. Every, all it is, is is about God. Everything is about God. I want to be ready. I want to be watching, and I want to be waiting. I want to be like I just brought out. I want to be like that that bride that was waiting for waiting for the groom. And then God even brought it out. God even brought out a bride waiting for a husband. In the Bible, the bride waiting for a husband. The bride waiting for a husband is excited. It can't wait till he's coming. It's about to happen. We can't. You right before you get married, man. You you're nervous, but you're excited. And that's how we should be. Like, we're nervous. You, you're excited. You can't wait. I, I'm about to get married. Or, you know, bride waiting for her. Can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's how we should look for his coming. It's anticipation. It's excitement. It's, it's I can't wait. And that's, let's, let's, I'm going to open the altars, ladies on the left and men on the right. Let's, let's come to God. Let's come and, and rededicate if we have to. Get our life clean if we have to. Refocus. Whatever you have to do. Let's come to the altars, ladies on the left and men on the right. Or if you want to pray in your pew. Whatever, just let's take some time this morning to rededicate and to open up our heart and say, Lord, I want to watch for you coming. And I want to watch for you coming the right way. I want to watch with anticipation. I want to watch with excitement. I want to be ready. I want to be excited. And Lord, make whatever's in my way that's blocking me or that's causing a stumbling block. Lord, give me the, because we got it. What God gave us, nothing is too hard for God. He gave us all power to overcome all things. So all you have to do is just overcome whatever that is and say, no, you know what, this is not where my focus should be. My focus should be on God. My focus should be on streets of gold, walls of jasper, gates of pearl. Amen. My focus shouldn't be on, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. It shouldn't be on these things, Lord, and help me, help me to get my focus on the right thing. I want my focus on the right track, Lord. I don't want to be preoccupied with, with nonsense. I want to be my mind I want to be focused on you because you're coming back and the devil's throwing more and more distractions and all it is is distractions it's distractions and things that cause you to stumble it's cause you to fall and Lord I don't want to be preoccupied on things that things of this world things that's that's gonna come to naught I want to be focused on you I want to be focused on your work I want to be focused on what you have me here to do you call me to do this this is what I want to do to my fullest potential put everything I have in me 
everything. I want to become, I want you to return and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. I want to be faithful and I want to be happy. I want to be excited that you're coming. I don't want to be like this far foolish that slumbered and slept. Amen. Oh, verity talent in the sand. Amen. Let's 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 rededicate this morning. And the altar plays on the left and then on the right.
No. 
Don't give up. Got to keep pressing forward. Amen. I want to read Philippians 3 and 12. It says, not as though I had already obtained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, is that I may apprehend that of which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brother, I count not myself to apprehend it. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth for those things which are before. We're reaching forward for what's before heaven. I want to reach forward for what I have, for, for what God has for me. Amen. I press toward the mark for the prize of a high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what we're doing. We're pressing forward. We're pressing forward for the mark. We don't give up. Just keep pressing forward. Keep pushing forward for God. Keep working for God. Don't give up. Don't, don't be weary in well-doing. Don't slumber and sleep. Amen. Don't bury your talent. Do what God has for you to do before he return. Because he said, blesses that man when the master come. Find his servant doing. That servant. Blessed is that man. When he, when his, whatever, his, whatever the master had that servant doing when he left, he comes back and he find him doing exactly what he wanted him to do. And that's what we want God to come back and find us doing exactly what he called us to do. Doing exactly what he want us to do. Fulfilling everything that he told us to do. Amen. Amen. Let's bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord while we worship him. Yeah. 
sound of trumpets you will hear you'll behold that's fair your place ever known to man it's just across the bridge there'll be no sorrow just across the bridge there'll be no pain for the sun to shine across that old It's just across the bridge, there'll be no sorrow. Just across the bridge, there'll be no pain. For the sun's gonna shine across that old So world we're living in I have done some things Things I should not do I met a stranger along the way I asked where I could stay Where I find we'll have Fitness and a love that's true He said across the Just across the bridge, there'll be no pain, for the sun's gonna shine across the old river, and we will never be unhappy again. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the service this morning, Lord. Thank you for touching us. watching now. Just watch and be ready. Be excited. Can't wait for his coming. Amen. Amen. You dismiss in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We have church tonight at 6.